It's Michael Farron with Oh Praise Him, the only one. Yes. Right here at Victory 91.5. Keith and General Manager Ray Haynes in studio teaching on Pentecost. If you missed any of today's breaks, any of today's messages, blog.victory.radio. That's where you can find the audio clips. And you'll soon find the script and all of the notes to be able to read through as you listen. You can also go to Victory 915's Facebook page and victory.radio. So when we think of Pentecost, it's the Feast of Weeks or Shavos, and that's simply the Hebrew word for weeks. But this feast started at Mount Sinai when Moses led the, the Israelites out of Egypt, and there were 1,500 more Pentecost celebrations until the one that we run into in the New Testament when Jesus dies, is resurrected, ascends, and then uh, pours out the Holy Spirit on the apostles and all those in Jerusalem. So when we go back to the first one, through the very beginning, we, we're going back to kind of look to see, okay, we know how this ended up. We know that the whole deal, the whole time was God was wanting to write his word on our heart, to indwell us and to fill us and, to, and all these things. So why was this 1,500 years what seemed like very harsh and difficult? And most of that was because they simply refused. They just wouldn't obey. They wouldn't listen. They wouldn't hear. And which is much like our hearts oftentimes. We get very hard and stubborn. Well, what I want to go back to is the the Ten Commandments, the law that was given there on that day, that first Pentecost, uh, we did the first two. So I want to walk through them with you, and I want you to look at them in a little different in the light of the God you know. This same Jesus, the same Holy Spirit, the same Father is saying these words is is the same one who is your bridegroom all right so this was the beginning of his wooing to the people of israel so we're up to the third command which is you shall not take the name of the lord you got in vain for the lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain so if it was kind of said more in a way as a wedding vow, imagine the, this bridegroom and this bride at the front, they probably would say more like, let my name make your heart sing. Let the Lord equals Jehovah, the existing one, which is I am, the proper name of the one true God. So think of a teenager writing the name of the one they love over and over and over. Did you ever do that? Usually that's a girl thing, I think, on the little notebooks, but it became the... That word, the Lord, Jehovah, the existing one, I am, that became the unpronounced word in Hebrew. And the only way they would say it is without, without vowels. And it, it was, it, it's hard to, to think about it, but he's, their idea of don't taking the name of the Lord you got in vain, meant not even saying his name. And that wasn't the idea. <laughs> the idea was to fall in love with him, to fall in love with his name, to, to realize that he wants to give that name to you. And so when you take it back to the, the concept, what he was looking for, next command, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you'll labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work. You nor your son nor your daughter nor your male servant nor your female servant nor your cattle nor the stranger who's in your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth to see and all that's in them and rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the seventh day and hallowed it. So... That, for the Jews, became very much a legalistic burden. But if the heart of the Lord, if it was a wedding vow, it would be more like, let's not get sidetracked doing even important stuff. Let's take time to just be together every week. 
It was an invitation to be with him. It was obviously he was trying to put the parameters around that, but the invitation wasn't to uh, neglect all the other things, but it was to be with him. And, and that's the point. That's all, a lot of times when romance falls out of a marriage, it's right around that same spot. It's, you know, you stop realizing how important it is to be together. Uh, the other commandments, uh, honor your father and mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord is giving you. Don't murder, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't bear false witness against your neighbor. And you shouldn't cover, covet anything in your neighbor's house, his wife, his servants, or anything. And, and that notion is this. The way I'm treating you is the way I want you to treat my bride. Look for ways to honor her. Or them. I'll give you everything you need, and I'll give each of them everything they need, so don't lose your focus. Don't hurt them. Don't take what I give them, and don't lie about them. Don't even desire what I give them. And that's a simple breakdown. If you would look at the commands as vows, and in what, in a real sense, they actually were. It's so simply uh, a, a husband crying out to his bride, here's what I'm longing for you to be. In 2 Samuel, it says, The prophet Nathan rebukes David for his sins. Thus says the Lord God of Israel, I anointed you king over Israel, and I delivered you for the hand of Saul. I gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your keeping, and gave you the house of Israel and Judah. And if that had been too little, I would have given you much more. Why have you despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? The name of God, the consonants, the hard sounds, they kept the vowels, the soft sounds they removed. He rejoices over us with singing. Cantors perform Jewish services. Imagine singing without the vowels. All the beauty is gone. They were a necessary part of Hebrew, but of course, that original Hebrew, you get the written Hebrew, it's just the consonants. And so, you know, it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> Imagine today trying to speak any language without vowels. It'd be a little bit difficult. So, you know, God's just trying to trying to woo us back a little bit. And it's, it's an important reality. We're going to hear more from our general manager, Ray Haynes, on Pentecost. Go to blog.victory.radio. You can hear all the clips that have been posted, and all of them will be posted later this afternoon. Victory 915's Facebook page. Click on the link or go to victory.radio. Are you a VIP?